Hello, everybody. It's Mariner here. How are you doing? And welcome to, it is the first show of 2022. I don't, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, and for the first show this year, we have the full team with us. So I am excited to announce the freshly unflagged FPL Nima, who is muted. Oh, yeah, no, it's, just the, it's for the heavy breathing. But, uh, well, <laughs> yes, welcome back to the land of the living, sir. How are you? Yeah, good. Looking forward to 2022 now. Um, obviously, COVID-free, so hopefully it stays that way this year. Super immune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, as always, is with us as well. How are you, sir? How is Phoenix? Phoenix, uh, you know... Phoenix is Phoenix. It doesn't get too cold here. It's chilly at night. Um, it's but it's it's quite mild and uh, yeah, things are all right. Things are okay for a sleepy January. Well, it's certainly sleepy for me. Well, <laughs> or not, as the case may be. Anyway, there we go. Enough of my woes. So, uh, what are we going to do today, boys? Well, we're going to free. We're just going to just have a bent. We've got a few slides, but it's just going to be a general chit chat, I think, because. Uh, I think between us, we've had very little chance to actually prepare or discuss what we've put on the slides. So what we'll do is we'll just see what we go, how we go. But as always, the same format as we we try to do for these like international breaks. This isn't an international break. I've called it the January break. But thank God for that. Um, we're going to have a look at the where we are with form teams. We're going to have a look at some of the best assets used in the power tables. And we've also got a little bit of information on Gabe's Net XG version 2.0, <laughs> which we spent quite a while messing around with the computer this late week of lunch times, lunch so, times and late nights, lunch times for you, for me and late nights for you. Um, Nima, do you want to say hello to a few people as always, and then we'll do the mini league and then we'll get into it? Yeah, I guess it's quarter past, and we did say we'd go live at 10. So I can only blame myself and Gabriel here because Chris was there despite the no sleep and the. Newborn I, I baby. Told, uh, to be fair, I told them all in the chat that it was your fault as well. So that's fine. at least you've outed us from the beginning. <laughs> yes, so it's yes. all good. So Bungle's the first one here to say morning. Um, he's looking forward to a weekend show. We've got Nehal here as well. So all aboard the hall train. Tom Stevenson, obviously, good friend of the show. Doni FPL. Is it Doni? It's Doni. Always, okay, I'm checking. Doni. I'm bad with these pronunciations. You it's, know. it's like it's like the sound of music. Do <laughs> do a deer. So it's do Doni. Do Rainy. Yeah. And you're Irish, right? <laughs> that's that's what I got from it. That's an Irish name. Is that right? <laughs> right. Cool. So we've got Mike Halpin, fellow Guna here. Good to see you, mate. Um, FPL Escapades and other friends of the show. And we have, oh look, it's um Chris is in there as well, trying to catfish with a picture that looks very, very different. It's old. It looks like a stock photo from some kind of no, model. It, it was from 2016, that photo. 2016, okay. I caught you out. I caught you out. That was in the days when I used to drink white wine, not red. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me I should stop drinking this red wine on a Friday night and go buy some white wine? Um, we've got um, Nasu as well. Good evening. Um, we've got some, what are you waiting for? Merchandise. Any news on that, mm. Chris? Well, this year. This. Oh, well, okay. It's coming. It's really no, this year is it's a long time <laughs> this year. Way to give yourself a cushion there, man. When, when Nima and I finally <laughs> seven days in, 
when we finally get Mariner Fest done, when I get back to London mm. this year, and I will yeah, be. When you come to London, year. we're going to announce it nice and early in advance. Uh, and we'll even, we'll get, the, it's been like a stag do, we're like a reunion, we'll get all these, what are you waiting for, t-shirts for. We'll, <laughs> we'll get everyone up. to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. That will be the entry. You don't yeah, have to be an entry ticket. You it's just like Snow White, and the, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but you can dress up as Ali G. <laughs> I've got the costume. I will wear it on an outing. And Pikachu's been done because I found out there's some furries in the community and me sitting on their lap at these events isn't the best of ideas. So <laughs> so no. hi to Blue Danube guy as well. Nice to see you. Danube. Danube. I'm so sorry. I always do this. He's the worst. Danube. <laughs> the worst Danube, yeah, Danube. I'm sorry, mate. No, but I, I call him. Uh, I thought, yeah, I don't call him Blue Danube. That's why I call him by his Twitter handle. So it confuses me. Um, we got Kieran here as well. Oh, another um, super immune individual. He's recovered just like me. Yes. It's good to hear. Um, fellas here as well. Evening, mate. Um, oh, he heard about the catfish and arrived swiftly. Um, catfish hunter, <laughs> as they say, self-proclaimed. Um, J- Jared Witt- Whittinger. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you, mate. Quack, quack, squeak, squeak, rubber ducky. Oh, we've got FPL Trinity as well. Good to see you, Jigs, my friend. Um, shame about the next fest. Um, I actually met Jigs at fest last time, right at the beginning. Um, and we went and saw FPL mate together. <laughs> we went well, I'm going to call ourselves. you out on this fest anyway, because you've decided to organise your own to specially spread the, spread the Omicron variant around the FPL community. <laughs> you you are doing your bit for making the FPL community immune. Is that correct? I don't know about that. I think there was calls requesting me to do it. So it was kind of like <laughs> fest fell through. And obviously I was looking forward to go people to Canyon leave, booked accommodation, transport. And the next thing I know, people are like, Nima, like, we need Nima Fest Part 2. And I'm like, no, you should make it Harry Fest or FPL Tips. I'm trying to, like, push the name onto someone else so that they get the blame. Um, you know, obviously, if COVID spreads at this meetup of 10 FPL managers in London instead of Fest, I don't want it to be linked to me. So I'm trying <laughs> to name it something else apart from Nima Fest. But for now, it's uh, it's on me. So, oh, we've got Jack here as well. My f- He's a fellow Nima Fest attendee in the 21st of Jan. No, you're, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're just a social, you're just a social bitch in these days. So in this, in the scout community tournament, yeah. So like, um, obviously the nameless ones team we're in. I know Gabe's in the tournament too. Um, my my name is uh, the slutty one. So I don't know why. I feel it's a bit unfair, but you know exactly why. Well, all I can say is by what I've been seeing on social media, I think that's exactly true. I don't know. Maybe it's the social media image, isn't it? We only show the part of ourselves we want to be seen. And then in the DMs. So everyone's always talking about how nice I am, what a nice guy in the community. And then people who talk to me a lot, they're always like, oh, man, you're so different to how I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> so the people who come to Nima Fest, they love it. Like, Lower the shops everywhere. <laughs> anyway, Gabe, would you like to do the mini league? I'll put it onto the screen for you. Mini League, our friend Brad Curry really? remains in, in uh, first place. Uh, so the, the code is uh, FG1XMB. Uh, Pfizer Chiefs remains in first place. He's uh, on 36 this game week. Um, his overall rank is 61. Well done, Brad. He's only used one wild card, which is quite standard, which is, which is good stuff. Ryan Quinn um, is the opposite. Ryan Quinn looks for early glory. Um, so he, he, he's the kind, he's, he's the kind that'll, you know, that the one night stand guy, that'll just give you everything he's got that one time. 
and then he just dissipates. He's probably going to leave his team soon here. He's in second place. He's used bench boost, triple captain, wild card, and two free hits. And he's um, also and he's also taken sixty four points in hits. And his <laughs> OR is three hundred and twenty four for the 24. listeners on podcast. <laughs> It, I'll tell you what, that really does show you, because uh, I've been expecting, no disrespect, I hope, I hope, I know Ryan listens and watches to the show, watches the show. Yeah. no disrespect to you, Ryan, but I've been expecting you to drop, so I am actually amazed to see that you are holding on. Just steady, yeah, the whole season. Steady as you go there. with hits, it just shows that this game is not just, you can play this game multiple ways, right? And and I think we all expect. I mean, again, no offense or anything, but I think we all expect Ryan to kind of come crashing down with no hits <laughs> as things get complicated, right? But yeah. uh, but but hey, fair play. To come. If there you're still at 10k by the end of the season, massive props from me. But um, I think top 1k right now that looks tasty. Like, but I don't know if that can last because how many I... people haven't used chips? I think they say something like 50 percent of the top 10k at the moment, just over mm. half haven't used all their chips the others have so there's a lot of people who are going to be coming for you at your chasing pack i would like yeah. i would love to know what uh what ryan quinn's um hit strategy is because the, the hits seem to be working for him as as he as he maintains that rank um Definitely. so the third third place we have uh the kong fpl planner tian go uh he's on 45 this week his overall rank is 482 he's only used a wild card so uh so well done to the top three. Good job, and and we don't have to mention any of the other ones, right, Nima? I don't. I don't think there's anything else. I've no, but the top eight are all in the top one k. So it's a pretty impressive ranks. I think exactly. there's someone who's been trying to put himself into the picture, sneaking into tenth place. But if you're on podcast, uh, I don't I think it's fair. Right. That, that's that's I'm gonna, uh, let, I'm let's 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 So we're not talking about me at the moment. Let, let's give him his fair respect. So we, we have um, Eleanor uh, at number four. Lundstrom Goats at number five. FPL Milanista. Um, Obai, he's a great account on Twitter as well. He's he's got some you know insightful views on on the game in general. He's um, we got Tierney's Tesco bag at number seven with forty one points. Like Everyone I've mentioned so far is in the top one k. Then we we dip out of the top one k a little bit with Template FC at one k. Donny's duds. Um, oh. That's our, our friend Donny in the chat. And creeping up on Donny, we have our very own, the Brothers Grimsby, Mr. Mariner, um, with uh, 1.4K. Look at you. Yeah, that's, that's not, I'm not going to stay there. <laughs> not next week. <laughs> I see if everyone's anyone, Captain Bowen. about which I posted at 4 o'clock this morning when I saw that Dennis is now flagged. Although no, no, he's fine. He's fine. I yeah, think it's just a couple of things. Fine. Well, that's great then, because that means I've got two double game weeks. He's rested for that too. Yeah, I'm so pissed off. So we if have, you have nine both and... free hits. So we have I'm nine bowling captains. We have nine bowling captains and one Antonio captain, which was which is which is Donny. So we'll see how that turns up. Turns out against uh, Norwich. Absolutely. Right. Thanks, Gabe. So, yeah, the mini league's still open, but the closer I get to the top, the more likely is I'm going to close it. I win those <laughs> prizes for yourself, top three. <laughs> and start kicking people out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, before we crack on, if you haven't hit the like and subscribe button or smash that like button, as Nima will say, then please do. I won't let him rant. Just, I, I, 
You can rant later, Nima, if we haven't got enough. Um, no, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you don't always. You can also catch us on the pod, which now, because we've deleted a load of stuff off StreamYard, we can actually upload next week, can't we? I'm hoping so. Some people contacted me saying, what happened? Your last episode was December 23rd. And I said, like, no, no, there was definitely one on the 30th for Gaming 21. And they yeah. were like, but I just listened on CastBox. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. Oh. So we're back on podcast. <laughs> don't worry. I think anyway. therefore we died. <laughs> We've, we've we've sacked we've sacked someone in the background. The computer says no. The yeah, computer says no. Right, let's have a look at these form teams on fixture difficulty and try and make some sense out about what's going on in FPL. And FPL, as always this year, has just continued the way that it left off last year. Um, fixture difficulty, however, has changed for the new year, and now it has finally got rid of all last season's data. We are now on this season's data alone, and we have split it between the first half of the season and the second half of the season at this moment in time. And we've basically, so what you've got now is the variance you'll see is the most recent performances at home and away. And obviously the fixture difficulty between not and seven, not good, seven bad, is due, is is just this, is just this season's data. So everyone now is treated the same. So what did it throw out at us? Well, the first thing it did is it just proved that at home, Manchester City and Liverpool are on the verge of breaking the metric. Because they're both zero. They can't get any better. And they're both improving over what they even what they were. <laughs> so uh, good goodness knows what's going on there. Um Chelsea third with 1.1, so a gap. Spurs now, all of a sudden, we're starting to see the Spurs uptick. But you can see that this, we could just put a big red cross over that picture of uh, Son, couldn't we? Because we overnight, the news broke that Son is out till when? Game week 24, is it? Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. Um, I've heard this stuff about Kane many a year. Like he's injured before Arsenal and miraculously fit. It happens with De Bruyne against Arsenal a lot too. So I just find it a bit suspect that Son has suddenly got this injury that could be two weeks, hamstring issue, or it could be five weeks, they say. So that's a big scale. And he's yeah. recovered from a hamstring injury quickly before. So I'm keeping an eye out. I've got him. Obviously, I'm not one of those 380,000 who I'm sorry to call you guys out, but. You went a bit early, let's be real here. Did the Salah to Sun move. And there's 382,000 of you who I've seen go from saying, I'm using one free transfer or taking a hit. And now you're like, that's it, fuck it. I'm activating my free hit. <laughs> like All the group chats, all the Twitter, everything just exploded. Like, I don't think much has changed apart from you have maybe one less double game week. Or, um, I don't know if that's enough to tilt me into a chip. but And I've been saying, like, just wait till next Friday. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Every day, things are just going mental. Like, I don't know what's going to come next. I mean, the interesting thing, and I think the important thing to say, is that any postponed games will probably will kill any double game weeks. Yeah, as well. some of the double postponed games, FA Cup games yeah. could kill double game weeks, right? Yeah, but depending on who goes through this weekend, that's why I don't even... Oops. Lose you for a second, am I back? Yes. I think I'm back, yeah. I think I'm back. The headphone for a second with the mic. I'm back. Good, right? good, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I what think uh, if this weekend goes ahead as planned, there could be some double game weeks in 23. So people who've got like Watkins now, they're looking to send him for like, say, a Dennis. 
And then the problem is, like, he could have a double. There's two pretty good fixtures in 23 himself. So I think it's a tough call to make. And obviously, you have to wait for certain Prem teams to be other ones in the cup. So I think if certain teams get knocked out, like Villa and their opponent, who would be the team in game 23, I think it might be Leeds. If Leeds is knocked out and Villa are knocked out this weekend, there's a huge chance suddenly that Watkins has a double game week. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. tough times. What do you do now? So I think you've got to wait for the FA Cup this weekend either way. Well, you have to. You have to. <laughs> I mean, look, anyone who tries to plan FPL, and I tried very diff- very hard to plan for double game week 22, and I thought, oh, that's good. I'll keep my Liverpool assets. <clears throat> Oh, yes. What I'll do is I'll bring Calvert-Lewin in, which was a punt, to be fair, and Gray, which wasn't so much of a punt, given the fact that looking at the fixtures and looking at the prospective double game week, and it's not Ben's fault. For no, no, it was, it, was, it was a punt, <laughs> as they stats man. But, he had but, like six goals from four shots or something all season. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but look, at the end of the day, I've so I brought, so I had three Liverpool, two Everton, neither have doubled. I've gone from seven double game weekers. We're only going to take it up to nine or ten to two. Yeah, it is happened to a lot of people. But I think I've seen people who wildcarded like in game week 19 or maybe even last week in preparation for this uh, bench boost. And some of them are still thinking like they're just pot committed, they're saying. So they're just going to go with it and take a hit. I don't know. Like with COVID and stuff, as you said, for all we know, like one match could be ended after the game week deadline. And suddenly that team doesn't have a double game week. So that kind of worries me. Like Burnley obviously have a bit of a COVID problem right now. I know seven-day isolation is plenty time till the next deadline, but that would remove Watford's double game week if Burnley couldn't, you know, put out a team. So that kind of stuff, I look at that and I think, is it really worth, like, imagine you sold Watkins, Dennis ends up having a single game week, and then Watkins has a double and you don't have him. So it's, a, it's just, it feels like there's just too many unknowns. And what I would say is long-term planning is definitely out the window for anyone listening. I think they probably agree. Um, it's almost like a daily fantasy sport now. Um, you just take each game week at a time. Well, I think that's life, isn't it, Gabe? Um, what, what's your view, Gabe, on the attacking side of things? Of course, Arsenal are now showing properly onto the system, although it's uh, still the fifth now. So finally mm-hmm. at home, Arsenal are showing. But... Look at it. We're obviously going to talk about NetXG in a minute, but the very early points we're going to make here, I think, Gabe, is look at some of the teams who are doubling. Not very good, are they, with respect to attack, attacking fixture difficulty? It's, I think it might be slim pickings. What's, what's your view on the, the attacking side of things before we move across to defence? Um, well, on, on the double, I think I would say that we, we have to look at the way we're thinking about the double. Like, it's inconsistent to look at the double and think of it as a poor double game week, but we're still, still going to, but, but, it's but still a gonna, double game week. It's a double game week, but if, With eight if, fixtures. If, if it's a, if it's a poor double game week, then is it really worth um, taking hits to get into that double game week? If That's it's right. not worth a free hit, is it, is it worth hits at all? Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe not. There are some single game week players that with, with decent enough fixtures, right. That can I carry us through. My, poll which i put out on twitter and i haven't looked in the last few hours but i think my poll suggested the vast majority of people would be navigating this with hits rather than chips chips. now that might be because they're lucky and they haven't come on the wrong side of the variance like i think i have and nima i think you have as well because you've got to everton as well haven't you no, I've just got the one, but I was yeah, I was hoping they would have like a double game week as well again. Me too. But obviously they didn't, so then that's a bit painful. At least it is it's Norwich, isn't it? 
Yeah. Is it Norwich? Yeah, it's yeah, a good um, enough game. Is it Norwich? The single game we fixture. I think it is. Um, it's good enough. And then, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think for me, like, it's still worth to hit if there's players that you don't own that are going to kill you. So, like, I think there's, like, six to eight players that, like, if you had them now, you could get to them. You're probably fine. And even if you're missing a couple, it's all right. And it's kind of like one of the Watford duo. It's going to be a Ronaldo, probably. Maybe a De Gea. There's not much there. Like, maybe a Leicester mid. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and Kane, Kane maybe well, Mora, and well, then the single game week is like you said, right? Jota, it makes Bowen. me think about it. Makes me think about the situation I'm in. Do I just play the EO game and just bring in the highly, the most highly owned players that Ronaldo and Dennis? That would be if you don't. That have I them. do not own. I own him. That I oh, do damn. not own. Who have doubles? Yeah, it's almost like is that the is that the defensive move? It might that's what be. I mean. Like you don't need to use yeah. a chip, and you could get away with like you might take a small hit, but like I've I've taken a minus eight this week, and you know I've not taken hits all season. Like I did my, I think I took one a few weeks ago, then I took a second one, and now I've taken two in one game week. So that's all the hits I've taken just during this COVID madness. And the minus eight, like I'm still on a grey arrow. I'm still sitting around nineteen k, and you know I could have done nothing, as you say. So, like, DCL got me zero. Dawson's got one point so far. So, the game week's not over yet. As it stands, it doesn't look great. Like, I could have just played Bernardo Silva instead of hitting him out. You know, certain things haven't gone my way. But I look at it as, like, a lottery ticket. And if you don't buy the ticket, you can't be part of the ride. And I think that's the whole fun of FPL is the double game weeks for me. So, it's like, if this is the second biggest one we might see all season, bar 36, which will be the biggest, maybe you don't want a wild card, as Tom Stevenson's saying, like, now's not the time to do it, to use your second one. But you could still, I reckon, just take some hits like a minus four and a minus eight and get that kind of Dennis or King if you don't have a Watford attacker or get a Ronaldo or Kane for a captain. So I think that's the other thing I would say is if you don't have a captain shout uh, with Sun out, like what are you going to do? That's the problem do? I've yeah. got now. That's the problem I've got now. I've no captain. Because like you want a captain of premium? Sun would have been, yeah, what are you going to do? A simple, if, simple move if, from Salah to Sun and it would have been a Sun captaincy. You and do Salah course, to Bruno. I don't want to get too oh, many ruffled feathers God. out here. But... I'm on dry January, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I have thought about Bruno as a placeholder, but I mean, dare you, Captain? I'll show you something about Bruno in a bit. Actually, it's frightening. No, I've seen his numbers because I've been insulting him for days now. Frightening. Since United lost the Wolves, I've been at their throats. All my friends who are United fans, and <laughs> growing up, there was a lot of them in London. Poor old Craig from XPL Expectations has moved back to the UK, lives in Manchester now, was crowing all over Twitter that he was going to watch Manchester United against Wolves. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. <laughs> all right, let's get to the def- I think let's go to the defense. I think rather than double games, yeah. let's just go through. Well, no, 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 I'd like to I'd like to finish what I was I haven't said anything. Well, we yeah, yeah, go for it. Sorry, like to, we're just not, I'm, um, I'm all over the place. I was just I was just thinking like like I think we have to think about about the this game we can like um kind of look at the way we're thinking about it. If it's if it's a bad double game week, then it then we need to kind of take a second look at any any thought to hit into this game week or free hit into the game week. If it's if it's a double game week or we see some advantages, then we need to look at, at what the replacement options are gonna be because you know, is it worth taking out Tony for Dennis for a hit, for example? You know, a lot of people are looking at that. Nima, you mentioned, for example, Watkins fixtures moving forward are, are really good. Is it worth taking Watkins out to bring in someone like someone like Dennis or, or even Antonio or, and Calvin Lewin? Right, people no. might take them out. 
Correct. This and, is the problem. And in the midfield, you want to bring Madison in. Madison has a it's a decent double game week, right? But they have tough fixtures coming up, so it's a short term move. So are we taking hits? Like it's it's just a, a dangerous. It could be fraught with peril if we're taking hits for short term for short term moves, right? I agree. Definitely it is true, but I guess what I'm saying is because it feels like daily fantasy, I feel like you have to just attack each game week now and like just keep up that EO stuff, like maybe have at least four or five out of the eight that could hurt you. So for mm. me, like not having a Ronaldo or Dennis, it's not even attacking a double game week anymore. It's just, shall I just get the players that are going to hurt me most if over two games they screw me? Now, I've yeah, got yeah. King. It makes no mm-hmm. sense to go King to Dennis. So I'm just going to have to punt that King hopefully pays off. So mm. then it's like, what do I do next? Because I had Salah. I have Son. If they're both out, like I've got to sell one of them, right? So it's not that I want Madison, but it's like I'd rather have a player that plays than one that doesn't. But with free hit, I think it's harder though, Gabe. You're right. Because mm-hmm. with free hit, if you're taking out single game weakers who could do well, it doesn't mean your free hit's going to outscore. Like mm-hmm. it, it could actually underscore what your team had before. Yeah. So I think you've got to make a call. Yeah. yeah you've got to make that decision. Like what's the team now with minus four versus a free hit? How many and, players difference do you expect to get points from? Like, And do you want those players? Like if, if you're not doing free hit, do you really want those players that you're bringing in in, in your team mm-hmm. for how long? And if you're going to take a hit for them, then the time it takes to pay that hit off is shortened which makes the makes you more susceptible to variance. I think we, so, yeah. I mean, look, I'm just changing the order of the run show because we're actually on this at the moment, so I think mm. we better stay on this. So what I wanted to oh. do is put the, the net XG up because I think this this also, I mean, we'll come back to the fixtures and things like that in a bit. I think, it's like I say, we'll just freestyle this, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you look at this, and I think this really shows, this is the new net XG, Gabe, isn't it? Yeah. What I've done is I've summarised this on the basis of teams that could uh, are projected to score at least two goals, right? At least two goals, mm-hmm. so two goals or more. Uh, and if we look at this, let's look at so which teams? I mean, which teams are we targeting? So everyone's going to say Spurs, right? Okay, so now maybe not now, but if you were with Son, Spurs had a forty-four percent chance according to NetXG of two plus goals against Arsenal at home. But mm-hmm. only a 20% chance for that double game against Leicester. Right? That's not Hall material, by the looks of things to me. Although, you know, we could argue that Leicester are weak at the moment. But let's look at some other ones. Manchester United. Two, 24% for two-plus goals against Villa. And 24% for two-plus goals against Brentford. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mm-hmm. So the more I look at this, I, I think I can oppose nearly every attacking unit for one of the two fixtures. At least. What's your perspective here, guys? Because, Gabe, this is your baby. Where are you with all this? Because I, this, the more I looked at this, the more I switched off the double game week teams. That's because you don't like more pie, though. Look at Brighton's percentage. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, it's all right for the first. I don't know, but it's all right for it's all right for one game, mate. But that's the yeah. that's not the double game. It's as that's bad as Burnley for Watford. Yeah, they both have a bad second game. Yeah, yeah, and 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 this and the other thing that to that kind of reinforces your point here, Mariner, is on the other side. Are, look at the clean sheets. Yeah, do, do, the, do the doublers the, the doublers don't have great chance of clean sheets? And I know that's that's the next slide coming up. 
Um, yeah, it's there. I'll but, move but, back to it. But if you wanted to quote it, um, no, well, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll get to it in just a second. But yeah, the, okay. on 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 the attack side, you know what? There really isn't anything. Like I guess the um, the highest um, for for two plus goals is is that Liverpool game, right? Which which is which yeah. is to be ex- which is to be expected um, at forty nine percent there for two plus goals, um, but they but they don't double, and that's kind of that's kind of what we're our our conundrum, right? The, the Liverpool City City play Chelsea, so that's a difficult one. But Liverpool City Chelsea West Ham, um, some some with decent fixtures, some not, but no doubles, and those are our our major hitters, and I think that's why. But I think that's why it seems a little bit underwhelming. But you know, there's something here. Like, um, I think Leicester is a little bit underrated in their attack, um, but but they're missing a lot of players. So 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 I, I don't expect calls. Well, Burnley from away from home are no are no great shakes. Vardy's now out for eight weeks. Yeah. You know, Nacho's um, gone to Dak has recovered from a hamstring injury. Like. Yeah, I, I, but there's I mean, Lukman, there's Iosi Perez. This is what I mean again. So, like, would you really want any of these players, like even Telemans or Madison, to be your son replacement long term? Like, probably not. So that's yeah. the difficulty, unless you're on free yeah. hit. I think. And short of and short right. and, and short of Manchester United, whose fixtures get quite tasty around game week 20, 25, 26, 27, the fi- the fixtures for the teams who are doubling from 23, 24 onwards are not great at all. You don't want to be stuck with them. So I actually think that people might get drawn into, similarly with what's happened to me this week, in a sense, I've got drawn into the double game week last week, and now I'm left with two Everton and Dawson. But they have a good fixture, and you don't even <laughs> yeah, see this. You're going to come back then... here and be like, oh, I'm top 100, guys. Like, I regret everything I said last episode. Take it all back. Yeah, you're going to say, oh, I love double game weeks. Look how great they did. Remember, we're still mid-game week. But the point, exactly. is, is, that, the point is, is that I think you can get drawn into this. I, I, The more I look at this, the more I think it, it's going to be a case of trying to protect my rank somehow if it does go, if if on some freak they do go off some of these teams, I'm not sure they're going to. Let's defend. So I, I can can I can I ask, yeah. just ask a quick question, just a strategy question. So if, if we're saying that taking hits to bring players that we don't want long term in is quite risky as a strategy, and using a free hit to for a double game week that doesn't look very attractive from an attacking point of view is also a, a risky strategy, then... Uh, it is. Would, so then, I'm... I'm well, no, but sorry, I think but it's then, easy to say but, that's the same. Hold on, but then, but then wouldn't wouldn't logic dictate that the, then the best course is to do nothing? Just take, like or, sit back, take it as a comes. Or, or very little. Or very little, or very little, right. Like, don't do anything drastic. Just but a minus yeah. four isn't drastic in this COVID world. That's what I mean. Like, that's just a standard it, hit. It, a minus four in a bad game week could be 10% of your... Of your I don't think it will be this week. Then that's drastic. Because I think when you look at it, the last few weeks, the average hits, they've been disgusting numbers. Minus 3.5 and minus 4.8. So I think you'll be in a good position if you don't take a hit. And I always, and I always, and people, if 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 you've only stumbled across us, when when I think there's going to be a load of hits, and particularly when I'm contemplating making hits myself, I will put a poll out asking how many hits people are going to take. And then I'll calculate roughly the number of points that it's going to actually hurt me by. 
Um, I've seen he always calculates via polls. He does, tries to get yeah. hundreds of people into like this sample and like. I, 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 I love the faith that you have in polling. But but given I mean, that half of them are not even FPL managers, they're like reading it and saying Ronaldo or uh, Messi. Oh fuck it, I'll pick Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> But ultimately, guys, it's the right way to do it. If you're going to take, you know, if you see that there's going to be, that the lion's share of people are going to take a hit of four points, then you can stretch it to eight. But don't get left with, don't get left with players who you don't want. Then you've, I mean, look, if... Yeah, it's got to be long-term. I think that's what keeps getting at. And the next challenge is, who am I going to take out? Because a lot of these players, these Liverpool players and these... Uh, I'm going to buy Salah players, back in 24, yeah. Like, do I really want to sell him? But does that lend you to free hit? Because that no, means no, because I only have one only left for one week. No, no, so I only have I, one. I, I mean, that's anyway. why. So no, but if you had two left and you couldn't get more than two double game weekers out right now or free, I would probably just free hit and try to get like ten, maybe nine yeah. double game weekers and have like a Bowen, Trent, Jota, or an Antonio in there with them yeah. as a single game weeker. Um, I think that's fair. But I think that I would do it if I had two, just because that's like one of the ways to get ahead now. And you still have your second one to free hit in the big blank game week in 30 when the quarterfinals of the FA Cup happen. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one strategy if you had two. The alternative that I've seen explored is a very interesting one. Is in 27 when Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester, they could all be blanking and then we have their assets. Liverpool could have a double game week of like Leeds and Norwich in 26. So it's kind of like, do you like what are you going to do? Like if you've got your Arsenal Miz, if you've got your Chelsea defenders, if you've got your Leicester midfielder, if you've got all these players. And then they might have a double within a quick succession. What are you going to do? Like, you have to probably free hit. So, for us who don't yeah. have a free hit for 27, if I had two, you could maybe stumble through this week, do nothing or very little, as Gabe was saying and you were saying. Free hit in 27 when Liverpool and Arsenal don't play. Triple captain Salah in 26, and you're done with it. And then you can kind of use your second free hit to get through the blank game week in 30. And then wild card around, you know, 31 to 33. There's going to be double game weeks apparently from 33 through to 37. So that's like four or five double game weeks in a row. It's going to be bloody chaos again, isn't it? It's going to be utter chaos. Um, <laughs> same as last year. Um, Aussie Sharks is asking, does Mariner back horses based on the jockey's colours? No, on the horse's colour, actually, because in the Grand National, I always back the grey, so I can see it. So, <laughs> so, you, can see it. <laughs> so you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the way I work. If I'm putting money on someone, I want to get some value for money out of it. I'm a tight northerner. You want to enjoy it? <laughs> I forgot you were from near Hull, the city of culture. Don't Lakes, you dare say that. I, I, won't say what you, I won't say what you call people from Hull because I have a friend from Hull in the FPL content community. That, Go on, then. Uh, no, no, you wouldn't want them to know what you think of people. What, mud rats? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you yeah. said it. I, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not going to tell them what you think, but... Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, it's all right. They they call us codheads. Okay, fair enough. It's yeah. <laughs> rifle. <laughs> yeah, they call us codheads. So, yeah. We've got FPL, we Pepsi go. and... We, 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 we love them, well. really. Well, well, my son was born in Hull, so I've got to be a bit careful. Um, <laughs> although he is a groom to be fun. Um, defensively, Gabe, let's come on to the defensive side of things for NetXG, and let's, I think, paint a similar... Narrative, although maybe say Brighton have a forty-five percent chance of a clean sheet against Palace, thirty-four against Chelsea. That, well, Brighton at home are not too bad, right? 
But look at Brentford, 18 and 38%. Burnley, 45 and 36. Now, the, the trouble with Burnley is if you were targeting a Burnley defender, who are you playing against? Oh, look, you're playing against Watford. You're going to be taking points off yourself because you're probably going to be owning Dennis or King or both, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Chelsea, 23% against City, 33% against Brighton. Leicester, 31 clean sheet against Burnley, 41 against Spurs. That's strange. But yeah. I mean, uh, the, the one that, that I would like to start with is um, actually Manchester City, 49% uh, clean sheet odds against Chelsea. Yeah, for the singular. For the, for for the, single, for the single, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and, and this, these are like the perils that we talk about, you know, and, and you <laughs> know, I've, I've heard a lot of people, um, actually, I was, I was listening to the Black Box today, and, and they're considering benching, benching Cancelo. And... And I, and I and I think those those decisions are are, are what's going to kind of flip the game week one way or another, right? When you have like those points on the bench, um, I, I th those are the ones that I would kind of take a look at. And what, if you are making transfers, not not only who you're bringing in and out, but who the replacement option would be on the bench. So some people might take a hit to bring Dennis in, and that would move Cancelo to the bench. Um, yeah, so good point. So I, I, I think that's yeah. Yeah, it's all well and good looking saying, oh, I need more double game week because then you look at it and you just create yourself a bench headache and then you're looking at it and go, oh, my God, what do I do now? Right. Um, yeah, I'd have but... to bench one of Saka or Bowen um, if I'm minus four for Ronaldo. Uh, well, and, and why, and, you know, at the end of the day, Arsenal play, the way, the form that Saka is in and the fact it's it the seems North mad to Derby, bench him, yeah. It seems madness. <laughs> it does seem mad. Like the only male <laughs> player in the entire attack player of the season last year like it's just it seems mad yeah i mean look at it, the mm -hmm. rest of it watford 35 percent clean sheet again and 36 percent. but nobody owns any watford defenders and nobody will spurs 35 percent and 35 percent. i think there you go i think that but sessignon's back you know and i think uh, maybe likes him. Mm. that's maybe where if i'm taking a hit if i'm hitting someone in maybe a spurs defender um Manchester United, 32% clean sheet against Villa, 25 against Brentford. Man, Brentford are really like that. And in fact, Brentford's matchup for the double for the second game is very tasty. Oh, the Net XG is a very tasty game against Manchester United. Yeah, it, it, it likes it likes Brentford's attack. Um yeah. or 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 maybe it just it doesn't, it doesn't like Manchester, like Manchester United's, United's defense. defense. Yeah, I think that might be the, the case. Ball point. Yeah. And and it probably doesn't like to be honest. It probably doesn't like Liverpool's defense uh, recently either, right? They they've had they've had COVID. They've had no midfield. They've had injuries. So so I I think it's it's picking up data from um, kind of well Manchester United are bad, but but maybe Liverpool picking up data from a depleted Liverpool, and they are facing a depleted Liverpool. So I I, I think there could be there could be some action there. The 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 other thing that that I'll mention in regards to defense is look how high the percentages are for for one goal across the board. Yeah, right. That they're all close to forty between thirty five and forty and thirty five and thirty nine percent for one goal. That's quite high. And if we're looking at a bunch of one ones, that's not a very good no. narrative for defenders. No, it'd be very interesting to see how this 
comes out. I, I'm not obviously it's too early to, but what I will do as I get closer to the deadline is I'll start plugging things into these, uh, you know, FPL optimized and things like that, and trying to work out, you know, the number of points. The normally it, it worked; it, it calculated it nearly identically right for me in game week 19 when I free hit it. It was nearly it was nearly bang on mm. to be fair. It said that I would get about twenty three points over my free. I think I got twenty seven mm. over you know with my free eight over my normal team. So I think that's the way to look at it. But it's got to be plus twenty points. I think minimum for a free hit right over what you what you're doing. Maybe I think I think thirty is what I'd be happy. Thirty is better. I'm not, but... I'm not happy with my one. Yeah, no. Like... No, I mean, that was all right. It, it made a big benefit to me. But then again, you see, it's all going to unwind. Mine's going to unwind now because other people have still got to play theirs. Then ultimately, we'll see where we, mm -hmm. all, where we all land, right? But, I, I mean, look, in closing on this uh, double game week, I think what we'll do is move back to the fixture difficulty and then sort of like fill in the gaps on the form because there might be teams that we might see who have got double game weeks who have good form. So let's now, let's move back. But in closing... I'm really not that infused by it. And I think if I was in my position with one or two, two, for God's sake, double game weekers, I think what I might, I think I'm going to take it maximum minus eight. And it'll be dependent on how many people, how many hits are in the, are in the system, but it might just be a minus four. I love how you spend all the time saying do nothing versus do not much. And then it's like minus eight extreme minus four minimum. But to be fair, you have two of them. What's wrong with that? I mean, isn't that two of them? You have two of strategy. Isn't that the right? That is the right strategy. But I'm just saying, like everyone's saying, like we don't need a double game because, but we seem to realize that there's a number between roughly four and six. If you don't have four to six, well, I'm not going to wipe you out. I mean, I can get to four. I can get to four. But as I say, what I will probably do, what I will probably do is look for a captain. Yeah, yeah. Who are you going to captain? I mean, I'm probably going to have to take. I'm probably going to have to take someone out who I probably want to keep. I might have to take Calvert Lewin out, you know. I'm going to take Antonio out, I think, but maybe Calvert Lewin. We'll see. I might take Calvert Lewin out and just come back to him in a. In a I know it's a bit dangerous, but I think maybe Calvert Lewin out, keep Antonio because Antonio's got three very, very good home fixtures he coming does. up. Does, but then the so, question is, do you want double West Ham or just Bowen? Uh, well, or yeah, I do. I do. But in fact, Gabe, one of the things we're, we're looking at is uh, we've been looking at some really interesting data, haven't we? Which mm. we're hoping to share in the coming weeks with all the haulers. And that is that, that the links between the players now, it looks like we may well be able to report that type of stuff uh, going forward. And if that's the case, if we get this agreement over the line, it could be fabulous, right? That would be a real groundbreaker because then you'll be able to look at uh, partly like when you're looking to double up on a team, then you can look and say, well, actually, yes, they combine a lot. Right. Like we'll, we'll, we'll have a like passing matrix to see who's passing to who uh, the most on in, in, every, sing, in every single peak. game. You're going to give them an Arsenal no, sneak peek for Mike? Are you going to wait? No, we're not. No, no. Can't, can't cause it's a, it's not branded. Allowed. It's a trade <laughs> not secret. Allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not secret allowed. right now. Not allowed. <laughs> All right, guys, look, let's go back to the uh, fixture difficulty and quickly just summarise where we were on that. So let's go back to the home and put that back on the screen. Whoops, wrong one. Evening oh, to God, FPL, best FPLs here as well. Adam's yeah, family favourite. Okay, good, good, good. So looking at form then, who have we got in form? Now, who's got a double game week and who's in form? Well, Spurs, right? Spurs are in form, but now no son. 
So, mm. Kane. Um, I think if I had him when Son wasn't like obviously out, he felt like the exciting differential captain punt, like the sword pick of the week. Um, yeah, with kind of Ronaldo, Son, and Dennis being a uh, the high EO picks, more shield. Now with Son out, I don't know if I don't know if I'd move to Kane on a free yeah. hit. I'd have him in a heartbeat, sure. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. It does open up the way for other Spurs mids, though, if someone wants to take a punt and they don't want a Leicester mid, right, for Sun replacements. Yeah, it does. It does. And you're what, saying they have the best Lucas Mora or someone, Lucas Mora or someone like that. Yeah, there's Bergwijn, there's Ali, there's it depends. There's Brian Gill if you want to kind of it's, go yeah, cult TV shows. Uh, the air is pretty thin up there, Nima. I don't know about Brian Hill. <laughs> Hill. No, I mean, he think... found out he was Spanish or English or I don't know where he's from. I think he's, Argent- he's, he's from Argentina, right? I think, I think he's Argentinian. But um, it might be Spanish. But, but there's but no one else in form, it's... really. Look, not really in form. But Brentford have got a double game. Let's take a look. At, let's take a look form. at those mid-priced kind of replacement options. Like let's look Lucas Mora versus Madison versus Barnes, for example. That might be playing out of position for for the next month. Yeah, Harvey Barnes. Are you going to bring him in, Gabe? That well, that's that's what's. <laughs> banger fpl bangers in the chat of course he's like like an hour ago he's like barnes (laughs) it's like i I know i I said i hate you to him or something yeah Yeah. i said i hate him (laughs) yeah yeah, not not happy about that (laughs) it's a great question it is a great question i think what we what we should probably do when we talk about the individual players is i can put the i put these power ratings up which might help us look at that um we'll just flick through we'll go to the We'll talk about various things, then look at the power ratings on the basis of the of the discussion that we're looking at, rather than perhaps doing every one. The rest of them I'll just put on Twitter. There, there, um, are, there are there are a couple of stats I want to throw in there. So I, I've been doing a like a like an investigation on on overperformance and underperformance in in the league thus far. Um, so teams have played an average of about 19, 19 matches this season, 19.1, I think it is. So we're like right at the halfway point of the season right now in terms of matches played across the season. Um, and I was looking at Leicester. Leicester have the second highest. So I was looking at Delta data. So this is a um, non-penalty XG Delta, right? So it's um, – and they have the, they, the second highest in the last six game weeks, 0.52, which means they've scored – about five goals more than their expected data would would um, would indicate in the in the last six, which is which is a pretty huge overperformance, and and it's responsible like over the season. Just so, so as a comparison, that over the season their NPXG delta is six, is positive six point six two, five point two of that has been in the last six game weeks. So something's going on at Leicester where they are outperforming their their XG. And if they continue to do that, they have a double game week. I think I think someone like Harvey Barnes or 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 Madison could actually be an upside kind of hauler type of pick. I like him. He's probably who I'm getting. So I'm probably gonna do Sun to Madison. It was gonna be Salah to Madison. Uh, I, I would do Barnes. Do I, I would do Barnes because I can't stand Madison. I wouldn't go Madison, near Barnes. Madison is Madison <laughs> is a, a the other player who I absolutely hate who is now back in my thought process is Ruben Size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, enough of that from last season. Mad- Madison is going to test positive for COVID in a few days from going. Well, to well the he is because he went to the darts. You're right. Imagine yeah. so did Harvey Barnes. 
Hey, that's what I'm telling you, they were together. I'm glad that that dawned <laughs> upon you for a second. So, Iosi Perez, the unlikely hero of the double game week, the, uh, the Lanzini oh, or Gordon of game week 22. You I, heard it here first, Iosi Perez, guys. If Our if position. I knew if he if he was nailed, I I I agree. Just just for a two week punt, like a one he, game. He's week. that kind of guy. Like, oh, it's a double game week. Okay, I'll I'll come out and score three, and then he'll never start for the rest of the never season. Never see him again. <laughs> never yeah, see he, him again. He has oh, been man. a bit out. And Lookman is someone who I guess they're saying um, Fest is saying in the chat as well. And I think I'd I'd look at Lookman. He could be yeah, out. Yeah, I too. think I would. And I'll tell you, maybe because he's that sort of price range where mm. I can just drop him in as a Smith Rowe replacement, perhaps if Smith Rowe's staying staying bench. Because I'm more keen on Saka now than Smith Rowe. I think it. I think if I want a piece of that Arsenal midfield, but I want a piece of it which plays. And I know isn't, yeah. isn't Luckman six six million though? About that. he is, uh, yeah. But so he was Luk- a double Luk- game week hero last year as well. Madison is six point nine. That's what I mean. Luk- I, over Madison? I don't think so. I don't think depends. So. Depends what you think Madison's going to play and what positions there's going to be with Ianacho and depends Bardi if you think Luckman is any good. Like, but Perez has been frozen out, so he that's the other side. He might take a penalty, yeah. Gabe. You never know. He might take no, a penalty. Tielemans is no, 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 Tielemans. So Tielemans. that's the other player. No, 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 no. The Luckman penalty, remember? I just oh, that Fulham there, that penalty. penalty. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So bad. To be that, fair, that the only reason we think... I, I won 200 bucks because he missed that penalty. I won $200 on that game because he missed that. Oh, man. I think people have been told by Sam Martin that Tielemans is on penalties, but... You know, it's like when we guessed Edward was on penalties. And yeah, he was. Doesn't mean we get right every time, right? Remember when we all guessed Ronaldo was on penalties and how that went down? So, yeah, we've yeah. we got to be careful. I don't think Tiedemans is necessarily on it. Who That's knows? Fair. And we're dealing I'm, with Rodgers. I'm, so. I'm not mad on him. I'm, I'm, the reason I'm actually looking at... Uh, I'm not mad on Leicester. So the reason I'm not mad... Because I'm not mad on Leicester, I'm, I'm drawn to the cheaper assets, I'm afraid. It tends to be that... But who's that cheaper type. than Leicester? Like 6.9 for a Madison is... Dirt cheap in a double game. He is, but then you know you've then got to move it. Whereas I can rot if I, I could rot Luckman a little bit. No, no, but I you need to get to. Salah back, right? Or you need to. Well, get yeah, Salah that's back. it. But I've got the money to do that anyway. But that's what I mean. Problem. So you could go for a Madison till they're fit or they're back from Afghanistan and just yeah, buy them it's back. Just what I might be doing with my little problem. He just see. hates Madison. He's going to take a minus eight, but he you, won't get a less. You, you hate his haircut <laughs> and his pink shoes, don't you? Admit it, Mariner. He went and got Calvin Lewin. That's why he was more metropolitan. I rate him as a player. He's just probably the most. He's probably one of the most irritating assets I've ever owned in FPL. A consistently irritating asset for FPL. You're not going to hold him for a long time, remember? So no, good job. Two weeks. Well, I won't. You're going to buy him, buddy. I'm going to wait till deadline, and I'm going to see him in your team. If he's not flagged, I may well own him. Unless you go Lucas Mora. Well, let's and let's throw somebody else into this conversation as well. Chris Irvine here in the chat. What's up, Chris? Um, he says Mount. So we have we have Mora, Mount, and Madison. I think Mount is a free hit. No, no, Mount is a free hit man. Like, yeah, you can't Mount's bring in a player a with two player. blanks. No, he's, he's got. You can't bring in a guy with two blanks. Like, it's yeah. just that's not. Yeah, he's a free hit guy. He's yeah. a free hit guy. You've got loads of blanks coming. Up. You, you can't. You can't consider. You can't. Them. Not I, as a free transfer or a hit. Like. Not I think for absolutely me. free hit guy. I think yeah, yeah Spurs, Spurs midfielder, Leicester midfielder, yeah. And then From, you need like uh, a Bowen and a Jota, so that's two spots gone. Yeah, um, already. Yeah, uh, I think on yeah. a free hit, I'd probably have um, 
I don't know. Like, I, I like the idea of Kane, of Ronaldo, and Dennis. I think that's a yeah. Nice, that, I think that 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 should be pretty line. template for for free, <laughs> for hit. free. But but I I think for for people that don't want to get rid of don't want to bring certain players in and don't want to get rid of certain players to bring those players in. Like it's like bad timing or something like that. Um, I, I think for those people, a free hit could be an option. And I might be one of those people. I don't know. Wait, wait. Look, if you've got it, I don't see why not. Um, I've just been told to clean my glasses. So I'm just doing it. Uh, no, but I think that wasn't actually like, that was actually a pun about like, I know it was, but it's still don't get bonds. <laughs> Look, at least it's not like Fergie. Someone counted how many times he touched his glasses frame in a, a Green Arrow podcast episode. And then they messaged him afterwards and were like, I counted and I've got a clicker app. And every time you touch your glasses, I clicked it. And there was like, you know, in a one hour and a half stream, you clicked it on average every 13 seconds, like 700 times. And then I was like, please stop clicking it. It's distracting. And I was like, this is the Whoa. best piece of content I've seen in 2021. I hope nobody's watching us that, that closely. <laughs> Looking for square words, right? Um, oh, boys, can we quickly try and get through this fixture difficulty? I'm a bit mindful of timestamps, which are just not going to work. <laughs> I think we'll just say... It's going to be a heat map. General bullshit. A heat map of bullshit. I mean, if I, we by the way, to... I just just one thing. Sorry, just to say to Chris oh, Evans to finish up this point. But we've got to reply to the live viewers. Um, I think the people who've made it here tonight, see all three of us together. We might as well include them in the conversation. Like no, no, no absolutely. I was going to do that. I was just going to literally just go, rattle I mean, I'll I'll let off you this blasted slide. We, we can, been... we can, but we can just move off the slide and like be done with that. It's anyway, like hanging over me like a sword of Damocles. This <laughs> right, anyway. But you go to the away. Yeah, you got to. So he says he could get Mount as a short-term punt and just when Salah's back by Salah. So I think in that scenario, Mount's lack of fixtures later is not that much worse than Madison's bad fixtures later. So if it is just for two, three weeks and you're going to sell anyway for Salah, like, I, like maybe he prefers a Chelsea asset than Madison, right? We were all just saying that we thought Chelsea's a better team. They made Spurs look average. <laughs> I enjoyed that part. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I want to see Gabe bring Reguilón. In. I can't not do bring it. Not, no. Regilon. Regilon. There you go. Yeah, that's French, good. Yeah. That's great. That's Regilon. <laughs> I'm waking up now. I don't know if you've noticed. It's yeah, do I think it's more the coffee hitting you. Well, true. It might be. Like yeah. a vodka train, like an hour later, yeah, free coffees. <laughs> it might be. Uh, I mean, I don't know whether we bother looking at the other fixture. If I'll just post it on Twitter. Should we go to the actual individual players and have a look at that? Yeah, I think that sounds fun. Right. So, do we want to talk about goalkeepers? Is anyone in the market for a goalkeeper or not? No, no. Surely that's not a transfer people are looking at this week. No, no. Well, I, I, no. I mean, I could just show you how bad my my move off the off Ramsdale to De Gea was, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, De Gea is going to come good. Week. This eh? double game week is going to come good. This double game week, he's yeah, he the better. play pick. Mm. It better, it better. Um, right, okay. Let's move on to the to the next one. Let's move through then, and we'll go to defense. So, if we're looking for any cheap defenders, this is quite interesting, Gabe. There's one team which is sort of like uh, sneaking up on the rails. It's a very unfashionable pick, isn't it? But and you'll start to see them starting to appear on this slide now. I don't know if you can see that. Hopefully, you can. It's 
It's a lot Wolf. going on there, Mariner. <laughs> it is. It's big because I wanted to put it there. Just and I want to prove which the player he's talking about is. Maybe it's well, for a change, right? <laughs> I just lobbed it all on. I didn't have time to filter it. Um, what I've done for a change is just put all the, and you can see the actual overall ranks for defenders. That's so that the rank at the far side is the rank for every defender. Positions. Every mm. defender, right? And then what I've done is I filtered it by price this time. So Brentford are still sat there with respect to production quite highly, and the fixture difficulty is not terrible, right? But then look who's there. I mean, what a toilet pick that is in Eric Dyer. <laughs> third, uh, but clearly is an option. I'm afraid I've got to swallow some pride and I say. Think, I think I'd go Dyer. for Emerson though, like at that price. Point. But at that price, look, Dyer is a reasonable is he better than Davies. Price. He's more nailed, I guess. Didn't Emerson just break the record for the most terrible crosses in one game? Yeah, but I think that's just <laughs> think Spurs' the system just... <laughs> have looked difficult. So, like, their, their wing-backs haven't been creating, and they've not really had a playmaker since um, Ericsson yeah. days. So, mm -hmm. they've got to create through the wings, and the wing-backs can't deliver the crosses. I yeah, mean, I, 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 I will say, I, I will say, I th there was a stat that Spurs are, I think, um, I think Gaz mentioned this on Black Box, that, that Spurs are conceding much fewer, fewer shots in the box since, since Conte has come. And Dyer is on is on some set pieces, so so I think Dyer is actually making a case for himself, and and we we need to very change our tune on that. No, they are very good defensively. I think yeah. they have like yeah. the third best xG prevent uh, sorry xG against them this season. But the team I wanted to bring up, guys, was Wolves. In a double game week, though. Well, I'm just talking generally. Like generally, I would be looking at them, and like their keeper, I think, is the standout keeper now. If you yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah we so missed out on those points. <laughs> No, but he so, was. <laughs> so wolves, wolves are an interesting case. O over the season, they've conceded nine point seven fewer goals than expect than the expected data would indicate, which is enormous, obviously. But sixty nine percent of that, um, six point six seven of that is uh, was conceded or what, what was in the last six. So this is the uh, the XGC delta, right? Expected goals conceded delta. Um, they they've conceded six point six seven fewer goals in the last six than uh, than expected data would indicate. So I, I think when, when we look at kind of the, the root of that and and that's you know just hearkening back to NetXG as well is I, I think the I think uh, Jose Sa is is the the reason for that right his uh, his expected goals prevented has skyrocketed since the beginning of the season. Um, I I don't know if any of the other underlying stats have dropped as well, but I. From what I've seen, just eye test, it's it's all sir. Mm. But I mean, price-wise, you've got Kilman actually. They're slightly above Samedo, slightly above Cody. You can see them all down there. If you can Kilman, Kilman's out. getting an England uh, call-up soon. By the sounds of it, he's being monitored as a left footer. Um, the the interesting Tyrone Mings, by the way. <laughs> the problem you've got a bit with Kilman is his bonus points. He's, he's got less bonus point potential than. Somebody like Cody, um, but yeah, out of fancy pavilion who what a right? Those two, just imagine <laughs> bringing those into your team. My god, I will have to start conceding just just so Gerard from uh fantasy pavilions stops putting us in the toilet, yeah. To be fair, like I couldn't believe it, I saw they had 14 goals, but it's accumulated 28 points in the league. and you know, that, that's a madness. Like, when you look at the teams around them, every team above them in eighth place, three points behind Man United in seventh, and every team below them all the way down to, like, almost the relegation zone, 
has maybe scored 10 goals more than them. So they yeah. scored 14 <laughs> goals. And uh, yet they're sitting there three that, points yeah. behind Man United. And they're the only one in the teens for goals. In uh, and to think, uh, and when I, when, I, when I changed this slide deck, I drew, I drew the last international breakup. This is how wrong we were. Do you know who was actually on one of the slides? Huang! Well, <laughs> oh my God, we must have said he was incredible. <laughs> what a oh, that, was. that is my worst transfer of the season, by the way, so far. <laughs> Moving on to the mid-priced midfield uh, defense defenders, Laporte tops it. Hmm. I feel like Reguion. I missed that. I'm yeah. about Laporte. <laughs> followed by Region, followed by Alonso, followed by Sais, followed by your mate, who was a bit stupid at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gabriel, he's a, right? Yeah, he's a good nailed-on player, but it's blanks. There's blanks. Yeah, Tierney seems but, better for cheaper, but and then you've got Cash, Thiago Silva, Mings, Cucurella. Interesting. He's a double what game with shout. He'd double be my free hit pick. Shout. No, he would definitely shout. be in my team. I love that guy. Oh, over Lamptey. Yeah, yeah. I think I he's just think more so. nailed. No, I think he won't I, get. I injured. quite like him, Gab. He's, he's involved in a lot of stuff, and his leg good. might not fall off. That's the only thing it's, for me, it's, the injury proneness. We're, I think this is, you know, it's it's the last kind of fixture crunch period. I think, you know, as long as Lamptey makes it through this one, he'll be just fine. And I think I think Cucurella, yes, he, he, he gets up and down. You can see him on that left wing. He's going up and down, almost like a box-to-box kind of winger on that side. But Lamptey actually doesn't come back as much and is in the box more, where, where Cucurella might give the ball – to a player inside the box, Lamptey will actually be inside the box. Yeah. You know, and we, we, we saw, we've seen teams that just, just to take care of Lamptey to, to, to account for him from, from a tactical perspective, because he is so good as a player. I I don't think, but I think it's a price thing as well. I think it's, you look at all those pros said for Lamptey's cheaper. So you think he's cheaper and then you like those other things about him as well. I mean the yeah. thing with the thing with Lamptey, of course, he doesn't show on the early point because what this these this data filters off hub when they say filter out low priced players. But a low low priced, low minute players, I mean. Low I'm, minutes, uh, yeah. Yeah, low minute so players. He's not so played fil- enough minutes, yeah. So filter those out. Because obviously that then mm-hmm. skews all the data with respect to uh, when you're I still think Kukurella is very attacking. Does he take any set pieces? Like yeah, doesn't he take some corners and stuff? Maybe that's I... just me on FIFA using well, it for it every game. He's like a player who I play in every game. To... Do you actually have time to play FIFA? No, not like these guys. I've been talking to some guys who um, they, <laughs> they warned me before they played. They're like, by the way, I'm actually really good. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, I should avoid this match. Yeah. I don't need to post on Twitter about no public apologies. With all seriousness, guys, and know with the double game week, let's put, confine the double game week to the bin for the next to, I think Cancelo and Trent, right? You've already got them. If you don't have them and you free hit... What you if he didn't have Diaz? Would you go for Laporte? Yeah, I think Laporte and Diaz are yeah. the old partnership. If you didn't own Diaz, would you look at doubling up on Manchester City defence? I would, but Laporte? not this double game. After 20, no, not now. Not now. Not After now, Chelsea, saying. yeah. Yeah. I would do Alonso to Laporte if you had Alonso and you wanted to yeah. keep that double yeah. City. Yeah. And there's size there for anyone who wants that pain and suffering as well. Yeah, again, I don't know. I don't know about no, that. You're no, thinking me, about me, him. probably neither, but <laughs> me neither. But I've been drawn into that one before. But at the end of the day, his numbers are good and he's got a goal threat. I want one of their defenders. If I Nuri could come back, that would be very, tasty. yeah, that, yeah, would, be that, nice, that would be ideal. That would that be, would be ideal. Nice. But, be but nice. do, do we expect them to continue this? 
No, no, not like this. Not these levels. I think we'll rely on your NetXG, Gabe, to tell us. What's... <laughs> no, no, no pressure. No, no, uh, sleepy but, but, Joe. What's, no, what's, no, what's, pressure, what's... no pressure sleepy XG. That's right. <laughs> That's what we should have called what's... it, actually. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy XG. XG. What's been interesting is that in the, you know Wolves is are, they're coming out of a uh, very tough fixture run and that's where their their defense has shined the most because they they've been under you know under siege against good teams and and they've performed well so so, so like Za has Za and Cody have gobbled up the bonus points in recent yeah. weeks because of when the they open up fixtures. are they then going to bring uh, when they open up a little bit because clearly they need like Nima said they need to score some goals and they're going to start leaving a few gaps against some of the why do they need to score some goals because yeah. I think that that's their next plan so apparently when the manager came in people thought it would go the other way some Wolves fans were telling me that he'd like be Good more point. attacking and instead he's kind of done what like the likes of Conte have done or Teta's done Ranyak even done this like they've all come in they've all tried to make themselves harder to beat so I do wonder if actually what's happened is they've become harder to beat and that stuff they were meant to do that more attacking play is yet to be seen and I wonder if when that comes later could it be more damaging I don't know because today someone's mm. just telling us in the chat like obviously um, MH saying City conceded against Swindon and I think that's point in call like City probably took the piss and didn't even think they could lose so like you know they took a shit penalty yeah. that got saved like they're just mocking the game like they're probably sloppy there, but when you look at their numbers in the league, their defense has conceded like the lowest number of big chances, the lowest XG, the lowest shots. Like, so I think that double up is very much there. Like, I wouldn't look at the FA Cup um, and let it have any bearing in my mind, um, especially against that kind of opposition. Um, that would not cross my mind for a double city defense. But overall, for Wolves, I think I want one of their defenders because they're cheap enough that even if it doesn't stay at this rate, it's fine. And you know, statistically, it's not going to stay at this rate forever, but. At that price point, it does seem appealing. Um, I would mm-hmm. go for it, but be wary of when they might start playing attacking more football again. Yeah, as I say, I mean, if it's 4.5, I don't mind spending 4.5 and replacing when I've got the option to replace Livermento or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't I don't think that's a problem uh, at mm-hmm. all. Um, just moving to the premiums, guys, and there we go. Cancelo sits top, Trent second, Diaz now third, Van Dyke. Um, then James, obviously injured now, Rudiger and Robertson at the bottom. So there's not a great deal of move, movement there. I think, you know, most of us own, I would say, three or four of those. <laughs> I, I would say I own three. I'm not sure about you guys. I own the top yeah. three, actually. Just the top two for me. Um, yeah. I moved off of uh, the James and Alonso trains um, maybe yeah, a bit well, prematurely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Robertson is in. Uh, is anyone considering Robertson for the... only if he had had a double? I think that was yeah. the plan. Mm-hmm. Salah downgrade, bring in Robbo as a third Liverpool for the doubles. That didn't happen. I think that's dead wood now. It's yeah, either keep Salah or move off him and come back to him two weeks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, moving to midfielders then very quickly, and this is shall we say budget midfielders. I've gone under, under six million, and I tell obviously he's away at Afcon now, but, but like sizes, I've been reminded. Uh, ben Rama's actually back up there, back up there again. Oddly enough, all of a sudden seems to have woken up from his slumber because he did have some slumber, didn't he? As a as a former Ben Rama owner, he became very very irritating to me for a few weeks. But I seems to have woken ben up Rama. again. Jorginho, I mean, mean, don't worry about players being flagged and out. This is just the season's data. That's an interesting one. 
you know, he got dropped last game though, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. But really, I mean, looking down here, um, it takes you a while before you start to get, but then you've got Gray, Odegaard, players like that. You know. I think you'd only and have course, Gray if you'd Martinelli, Martinelli won't be on there yet for the data, right? So remember that. So so and I think Smith Rowe's probably missing for the data missing for the data for as the well. Minutes as well, yeah. Yeah. So you've got to bear that in mind. I mean I don't think we need to spend an awful lot of time on this, but the point I wanted to make is that you've got to look a long way down. I know people have got Ramsey. He's, he's on the... He, if you spot him, he's right down at the bottom. <laughs> I wouldn't I be thought, looking at him anymore. I thought... I mean, I know he's cheap, Gabe, and I know you spoke about him the other week, and I, but it, it looks like he is a just a... a Bargain is just a bargain bucket. I I did take a look at him, and I just don't think. There's... I wouldn't start him. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't no. be starting him. Maybe my father. No. And uh, anyway, we've got Coutinho coming in now. Anyway, exactly. We? So that'd be, be interesting. Let's have a poll. What's his price going to be? Tell us, Haulers. What's Coutinho's price going to be? Let's seven, get you seven active. mil. The name is too big. Seven point five, probably knowing them. Because I mean, you you honestly think it's going to be seven and a half million? If he is, it'll be owned by about sixty percent. No, no, no. Seven, no. seven to seven and a half, I think, is what they'll go for. But six point five is what he deserves, and that's what he is in fan team. Really? It's Villa. It's a Villa yeah. mid. Like, like they might compare him to Watkins' price, but I can't see them going that far above Watkins. Like, that's interesting. Watkins is the ceiling, I, in my opinion. I have to say, I, I have to say, um, he's. Very interesting for me. I, I like him. I've, they have uh, good fixtures, don't they? Often? Yes, they, they do. Could have yeah. a double. So we've got some numbers here, 7.5. I actually thought he might. I he he also thought, has like 30 games over the last two seasons with like two assists or something. I but, thought the name <laughs> might push him as high as eight. No, so if they go for eight, that is like, if you go there, like, I don't know what to call you, but it's definitely not the people I'm competing with. <laughs> Else. I would not be paying eight people. million for Coutinho. You're abusing like, people again, me. No, no, but that's why I would not be spending eight million on Coutinho. No yeah. way. Like, I, I refuse to get him. You'll see. No, and, <laughs> and just to explain, guys, if you're missing a player, it's because of the minutes. Yeah, if they're not here, mm. that's why. Yeah, because I like because this compares on minutes per ninety, right? On 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 uh, sort of like performance per ninety. So clearly, you know, somebody like Martinelli would be very very high up. Because you know he's not played many, you know he's not played as many minutes, and he's got some good, he's got some good data. But of course, it's a smaller data set, so we have to try and treat everybody the same. So it, we can always, if anybody's got any particular questions and comparisons which you'd like running, I always say just DM me on Twitter or drop me a note on Twitter. We can run the comparisons for you, and we can post them on Twitter as well. I think the key um, thing is Watkins is more attractive. They're saying. With Coutinho, so it could, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. I like the shout. Like, yeah, or Watkins buying a striker, not I just Coutinho. are we going to get to a point though in a few weeks' time? And I've been thinking about this a lot. Remember when we did these um power tables at the start of the season when it went pre season, we actually looked at it, didn't we? Where we started looking at who was the best ranked forwards, who were they? Lost Bamford, Bamford, and Calvert Lewin, mm-hmm. right. Now, both of those players are coming back soon. Now, or, or already back, or in the case well, of... Bamford injured himself on a celebration, didn't he, after he came back and got a goal? That's mad. So are we all of a sudden going to be left with a glut of forwards? No, no, I think we're in a situation... Antonio, Calvert-Lewin, Watkins... Definitely not. I think we're on the hokey-cokey forward season. So it's like, 
people who had to choose between sending one of Watkins and Antonio a few weeks ago, they saw the wrong one. Then they had to make that decision again with Dennis O'King. They saw the wrong one. And I think the forward line where you're going to win this season is buying each cheap striker for the right fixture. So no, it's almost no, like just jumping between them, hokey cokey. And well, that's the point I'm saying. We're going to end up with a number of them rather than this set. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think they'll be an option the at the same time. I guess so. It's like they'll only maybe ever be two or three that are actually good. So like this mm-hmm. week, we said if you free hit, we know what front free we would go with, right? So and I think it's going to be like that every week. Like the front free on a free hit, they'll be obvious because there's only like four or five. And, options. It, and it might play into the strategy of somebody like Ryan, who was in our. Who's doing so well with his hits? Because if you can make if you can make those right moves with those hits and they pay off, and I've only really took, I think I've took three or four hits this season, and three and and I think three quarters of them have paid off. This one might not. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Um, Mid price: Yotta, Bowen, Bernardo, Saka. Now. Jumped up a lot. So there we go. I think this is this is quite an interesting. Madison's there. Rafinha's still there, even though Leeds are awful. And their fixtures are getting good too. And the fixtures are starting to, although the trouble is the the it doesn't like it doesn't like them in the short term. In the short okay, term. but that will change. Um but yeah, looking at those, I think you know, Yotta, Bowen, Saka. Solid, solid picks, and then so Smith Smith Rose actually jumped onto this table actually because he's higher priced. Um, Lucas Moore is a bit further down. Interesting, really. I, I I'm very very hot on Saka now. Nima going forward. I said so. I started the season, even in preseason. I said from day one that for me Saka was my favourite. And there's been obviously different mids firing Martinelli, Odegaard, Smith Rowe, even off the bench. Um, but for me, from day one, it was just the nailedness of Saka. Yeah, and I yeah. think his finishing needed working. And like, it's but still now tough. he's managed that. Right he's starting now he's got the that. Goals, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So yeah, I, f- I like him, and I think it's one of those things where when you watch on TV, you don't get to see everything. Like when the camera's not got the whole pitch on the kind of screen. And when I go to the Emirates and I watch Saka, like. For every game, even when it was like a cup game, like I think League Cup early rounds, round two or three against AFC Wimbledon, the moment him and Smith Rose subbed on, it's just everything goes through Saka. Yeah. Uh, even when you can't see him on the screen on TV at home, he's running forward, getting the ball. Um, and obviously, I can't say the stuff, but in a few weeks when Gabe talks about that kind of uh, passing matrix data, there'll be some fascinating stuff yeah. involving <laughs> yeah. Arsenal and Saka. But um yeah, that, I think be this. I think this slide actually, and we without we, we'll whiz through these because I think we need we can just whiz through them. But um, I think this pretty much cements where we are, don't you think? I think pretty much shows where we were. Those a bit lower. <laughs> I would I would be putting Bernardo with recent stuff and context a bit lower, but obviously mm-hmm. it's based on a bit mm-hmm. of a longer stretch. So that would yeah. be my only thing. Um, yeah. City oh, have great enough. fixtures, but I don't know about Bernardo. Fair and enough. Maybe, I, maybe I, the I think next it's... international break will maybe when we do this next international break, we might do it on a shorter time frame of data. Just now it's now it's starting to get to half the season. I think maybe what we need to do is pull it back in again. I think that's an interesting point. I think Trossard, yeah. just as a final point, is a nice pun. I was gonna bring Trossard up, but Gabe, I'm just mindful of you. Come to you first, then we'll come back to Trossard. I, I, I was just I was just thinking that it, you know, looking through the this list of players, I, I think some, like Nima was saying, belong in a well. That their their time already passed. Like 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 Bernardo Silva, for example, perhaps um, some are for the immediate, like j- just for right now, the present. Like the play, players like Mount and and Madison, 
Um, and then there are other players that are that are kind of like long-term players, and we're looking at Saka versus versus Hafinha. So it depends really on what your situation is, that, which players you look at. But on on that um, on that front of uh, Saka versus uh, I, I mean they Saka and Hafinha, they they both have great fixtures coming up. They're both somewhat talismanic to their teams. I, I'd say Hafinha is much more talismanic than than yeah. Saka is, even though like like Nima was saying. When you're there, you know what. Maybe Saka may be less talismanic from an FPL perspective, but it's harder for him, yeah, but, because like he'll have four City players all on top of him, marking him, and for like a team like City to pay you that respect, like yeah, it's hard to get it, FPL. It'll be the same. It'll be, the it's the same for you. it's the same for Hafinha though, because Leicester. But, but uh, he's uh, obviously way more so... experienced, right? Like he's he's yes, a so way that's... older player, like. By the time Saka's that age, I hope he can be as good as Rafinha. So I think I think that's a that's an interesting balance moving forward, not for double gaming twenty two, but but moving forward beyond that, Saka, the Saka versus Rafinha conversation, or both. You know, they're they're roughly the same price, and they both have incredible fixtures for for a while. So yeah, and and going on to uh, Trossard, we've got Nehal in the chat saying, yeah, if you can bench him in the blank, which I think they're having twenty four, is it? Mm. He would be a good double game week player. I, I quite, he's out of position, isn't he? He's playing out of position. Um, he's lively. I prefer him to Morpé. Let's just put it that way, because there's yeah. clearly other strikers I would want. Um, I would even maybe look at Chris Wood this week on a free hit over a Morpé. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 talk about Chris Wood next week. He's been bad for a few months, um, but in the matchup yeah. <laughs> show, Chris Wood may come up in conversation. That's all I'm saying. Right. Um, premiums, Salah, Son, Mane, Sterling, Bruno. Look, this is the problem. Look at this. Bruno's value, 71st ranked. Mm -hmm. That's not for me. Awful. I mean, and there you go. Now I'm thinking, right, what do I do here? How can I possibly placehold Salah with Bruno looking at that? I would get KDB. And just suck in the yeah, single That's the game single week. game weaker. <laughs> yeah, but yes, three, three incredible. I've already got three anywhere. Oh no! I oh, you got, got three now. No, I haven't. I've sold Foden. I've got two. I could do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think here, like, you could double up on Fernandez and Ronaldo because yeah. I think Ronaldo will be very highly owned. And of course, KDB's and of course KDB's missing missing because of his because of his minutes. Um, but but yeah, I think that just shows that Son would have been a fairly solid. Would have, you know, he's ranked second out of all midfielders. I think he so. was like the main captaincy option. He was, he was the Ronaldo main this week. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. him he and was. Ronaldo. That was it. Like they were the big boys. At least we didn't do this show yesterday. I <laughs> <And> talk all <laughs> about Hampton and Son. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's look at forwards very quickly. Well, there we go. Who would have thought that? Budget <laughs> forwards. One and two. Dennis and King. I can't budget Dennis forward. costs so much more now than Bloody King. Yeah, what a mm. train I missed. But it's very nice. It's a nice day. It's nice this because it gives you it gives you a good comparison between them because they sit at the top right, so you can see you know Dennis's XG is thirteenth compared to King's sixth, <laughs> XA fourth against fifth, expected goal involved ten against rank ten against two. So King's expected involvement is right up there. Well, I'm a King owner, and I'm not going to yeah. switch to Dennis. So so. I, I mean, that draws. If if I didn't own anybody, 
No, I'd buy Dennis. No, I'd buy Dennis if I didn't know Dennis. Hundred percent. Yes. No, no. The game is played on grass, Mariners. Oh, so, like, I know it is, and that's why no, no, I own him. And no, that's no, so why what, I own him. No, no, but what happens is, yeah, the casuals they see a player in their forward line who's like blanking or injured or whatever. Like they click transfer out, and then the strikers are by default sorted by points, and they see Dennis does the points yeah. at the top, the, the, and they just click buy. And then we're fucked. People like me who got king, we're fucked. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, there is one bonus. At least Benteke is not top now. Um, Thank God for that. Edward. Trouble is, I, I, the fixtures aren't very good right now, and this is the other problem with Palace. But I do like, I do like him. He's a good. Um, I would captain these boys, by the way. So, like right now, I'm on a Josh King captain. Like, unless are I you take serious? A yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Are you on? Are you on the loopy juice? No, no, hundred percent. It was I had Josh King captain and Son vice captain before Son got injured. Obviously, yeah, he's a placeholder because this is a bus team, and I don't own Ronaldo yet. I, yeah, well, yeah, I think that's what I might have to do. I might have to take yeah. Calvert Lewin out. I might have to take Calvert Lewin out for Ronaldo. It's interesting and... that you're taking Calvert Lewin out, and I'm taking um, Antonio out. Well, I, I, I just think out. I like my I, personally. I like my double up, and I've already got one Everton asset, and I'm not quite having oh, what I saw great. last yeah, week you've got at the library that was Goodison Park, and it was a library, right? I've Would you be never... selling DCL if he scored that pen and got nine points for a bonus? No, probably not. Okay, it's interesting to see how <laughs> outcomes impact our decision making. Yeah, and yeah, Antonio suddenly got his first return in like. I don't know. I might have done though because I, I didn't. To be honest, I don't know. Maybe I would because I was really disappointed in Everton. I thought they were really bad. But they don't have their team back, and now they do. And that's the problem. And the pictures are good now, so you're selling. Yeah, they still don't have the good team. Pictures. But they still know, don't have man. the team, and that's the problem. And I think. Calvert-Lewin, I love Calvert-Lewin and I was really keen on getting on him early, but if I don't own him, it's not going to kill me, is it? Not whilst his ownership where it is. Yes, I would have ranked gained, but I'm not going to rank lose. Oh, Ray says him. that there's no way I would captain King. Well, it's on him now and if I get hit by a <laughs> so be it for the rest of the year. <laughs> uh, Mid-price, there we go. Antonio and Watkins now sat there. Yeah, I, I think it's like obviously obvious here at this stage. I think Tony, which Gabe has, he was talking about earlier again. Like, you can't sell a double game week player like who's got fixtures for a hit for another Watford one for a set. You just can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tom, just going back to what we're saying, whilst we're, you know, Tom's just saying in the chat, Ronaldo has looked very bad. I, I know. United <laughs> looked very bad. But the but... thing is, who would we, I mean, honestly, well, you all laughed at my Watford captaincy, right? And then Who now there's the no son. We're going to captain. It's a, it's an absolute nightmare. It's mm. Ronaldo, isn't it? It's going to be Ronaldo or the Watford duo. They're going to be the most captain players this week. Dennis is Dennis is EO is going to be quite high, I would imagine. You it? just wait till Madison plays the actual second game of this current double game week, and he gets like a hat trick, and he ends up like getting bought in by one million managers for Son. <laughs> You for just me, you can see we are like talking what, about write this in the, all these next matches even have happened. And Ronaldo, you could write this in the bloody stars, right? I don't own him. Up. And the one week <laughs> that he turns up on a double game week is hat, you know, as we've saying, there's people's chats, you know, people are saying, you know, there's FOMO. Ray's mentioning there's FOMO um, in the there was FOMO not... the seat the week that Ronaldo arrived and I captained him for a brace. So obviously, yeah. like is it that Ronaldo? You week? either get one point for three weeks in a row and then a twelve. Yeah, but even the Norwich game where I got the nine points, 
I did not enjoy that match. Like Norwich dominated Man United from what I saw. And I mm. felt very lucky to get that penalty goal. Um, yeah. So yeah. that variance has hit me back now with the Salah captaincy captain and then the DCL penalty miss. So clearly it doesn't always work out. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. It's, it looks bad, but it's probably, as, as MH says, looks bad, but probably still the most likely score for Manchester United. Mm. Gabe, on this one, what do you think? Are you, are you in general agreement here? Antonio Watkins, anything else you see? No, not really. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it seems fine to me. What what I'm seeing here is a bunch of players that that we want to take out for double game week players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm selling Antonio with DCL. I'm selling. I mean, me, I, this so tells me that you're selling going. Antonio DCL. So is is Watkins a sale? Is what is why is Watkins a sell for for Dennis? Maybe not. Well, I'll be waiting for the FA Cup. Like if they qualify, I yeah. will sell Watkins. I'll be like, fuck this guy. He doesn't have a double. Screw him. Yeah. Like I'm not even sure he's nailed. Do you know why? Because the this talks are as well. But not just that. The talks are that they want Coutinho to play left wing with one of Ings or Watkins at striker. So you could say on current form, yeah, Watkins is the one who plays striker. But how do we know that you're going to buy Watkins and he'll even have a yeah. double if there was one? Like what if he takes that spot? Coutinho's not gonna stay at left wing. If he if he if they try him there, he's not gonna stay. What do you mean? Villa fans told me that that was their way back into Europe, like they thought they would finish the season. What percentage of those Villa fans have watched Coutinho in the last two years? Well, to be fair, these Villa fans last season told me they were gonna win the Prem. So that tells you you what you need to know. (laughs) I've been trying I've been trying to get back to Europe for two years. Oh, uh, different, to- different topic. Uh, <laughs> Ray is saying Madison's EO is going to be high. So I'll take a guess with you here. I bet it won't be higher than 30 to 35%, Ray. That's my, just based on what I've seen in the market movement so far. Unless Madison he pops. EO. Now, if he pops a hat-trick in this second double game we came, then yeah, maybe his EO will be like 80%. But I think Dennis and Ronaldo are going to be the closest to 100% this mm. week. And mm-hmm. even Kane, he wasn't in my frets last week. So, like, how high is he really going to get to? 20%? So, I think Kane captaincy, if you don't like Ronaldo, if you want to be really ballsy and you don't own Ronaldo, would you just go to Kane now and be like, fuck it, despite Son being missing? Like, that, I think sword pick for me is Kane and shield pick is Ronaldo. And then the Watford duo is like, Fuck it, I've given up on life. I might as well have fun I'm, in FPL. I'm sure we'll, we'll get to captaincy more ne- next week with the, yeah, with we will. the metric. We're not going to do the captaincy metric today. But Kane is uh, insane. No, if you're going Kane, yeah, you're, yeah. you're absolutely out of your mind. Well, it's, it's the only <laughs> option. Spurs, isn't he? Yeah, I, yes, because yeah, oh, they're saying Madison will be 70% EO. Oh, I'd love to see that because wow. Madison wasn't even on my rank threats again for EO. So maybe in the with top Madi- 10K he is, but he was it, not there. As what a are you going to do if Madison's 70% EO, Nima? He won't be unless every single, <laughs> no, unless every single son and Salah person who sells him get. And plus, I'm going to own him, Chris. So, what difference does it make to me? It's just will I gain more or less? Like, I'm looking to get Madison for Salah. Now it's going to be for Son. And I'm getting Ronaldo. Like, I'm plugging my EO holes. So, hmm. that's the game I play. That's, that's why I, I sit in the same have... rank all season and yeah. don't move. I think that's what I'm going to have to play. <laughs> I'm going to have to plug some EO. I'm going to have to do some EO, EO plugging, I think, is the uh, the general idea. That's the that's the content anyway, boys. So, what should we take a few questions and just see yeah, what's yeah, let's do fly, flying around? Take do you want to, you boys want to have a dig around, see what you can find before we, before we, uh, we sort it out and bugger off? So we've got some United fans telling us that De Gea and Ronaldo are the only two players likely to haul uh, 
and it's been the way all season. So people talking about Sancho or Bruno, um, perhaps that's not the way to go. And I agree with you, Gavinio. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of them. I think there's a lot of people saying they're going to buy Mount in here. Many of them are on free hit, to be fair. Some yeah, well, that's okay. Well, some free are not, fine. but still, it's okay. Um, oh, they, they, they like how Gabe is a pocket Arsenal fan. I think my, my, favorite, <laughs> message, my, 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 fav- <laughs> my favorite message was that, like, I don't think he's even a pocket Arsenal fan. I think he just hates no, Spurs. I just, I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Spurs fans. I don't hate you. I just hate your club. Yeah, there's a question. There's a good one. I like this one, and it's something I thought of. Um, Nehal, half-time sub from Dennis, does that show that he's not in a good space because of the AFCON snub? Now, we, w- there's been a, there's a couple of conflicting stories about this, isn't there? One of which would really pee him off, quite frankly, mm. if it's if it's what the Nigerian football no, association... No, no, no. I saying. think he was basically like scared that he wouldn't have a starting spot and he was embarrassed and he, he'd sent a tweet out saying, oh, yeah, I'm so happy I got picked for my national team like I've always wanted. And then, like, in reality, he didn't want to fight for his place and he was having the, you know, form of his life in his career in Premier League and thought, I kind of want to be here and I want to be an old starter and I want to do well. And I think he tried to save face and it all came across a bit fucked up looking. But, um, yeah, I have no doubt that the reason FIFA haven't been asked to ban him from playing Premier League fixtures says it all. Like, he was dropped because he probably made a point to them that you're not going to start me. Can I stay home? I think that's what happened in my eyes. And I think he had a knock. That's the latest that's come out, as you saw from that yellow flag. Yeah, yeah. That sub right. is just that, I think. I think the sub is just that. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to affect Dennis's kind of me- mentality because. One, I, I think if he wouldn't have gone to AFCON and, and Nigeria would have kept the, the coach that kept Dennis out, then he would be more upset. What happened in this, in this I mean, according to The Athletic, at least, um, and, and what happened is Nigeria, when they changed their coach, their, their, their manager, they forgot to notify Watford in time that they wanted Dennis on to, to be part of the squad. And that's because and, again, it shows they don't see him as a starting player. So I know, I, I, no, 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 I, I disagree I with that. No, no, that, that, that that's not the narrative. Well, that's not that's not what's being reported. What's being reported is they forgot because they they changed managers and they just forgot. But the new manager, and this is part of the reason why they changed managers, is because they want Dennis on the team because no, no, they no, realize they how, how, the team. how good he is. But, but he also knows that he's not going to be guaranteed because I think the player whose spot he was going to take is it Osman. He's now back fit and gone to the cup. So. That's where he was going to play. Like that was his start. But that conversation position. comes after the, the the deadline was was already not met. But but the, the the point for FPL is that it shouldn't affect his his mental. No, no, he's he, still he a should be perfectly fine. Yeah, Captain. perfectly. Fine. I but but the, him being taken off at halftime, I don't know. Is that a tactical substitution? No, no I think it's a I knock. I think it's a genuine knock because he's out the okay. team this weekend. He's flagged in FPL. Like, but the quote was telling. They basically said, "Yeah, he got a knock." We're going to protect him. He got the knock against Tottenham. We're not going to risk him in the cup. And Mm. we want him for those Premier League fixtures. So to me, it sounds like that's like as nailed as it gets to remove the flag when deadline comes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He should be fine, I think. He He should should be be fine. And and, and I don't think, yeah, his head head should be fine. But he is a captaincy option. I know everyone's laughing, but he is. He is. (laughs) I don't own him, so I'm trying to talk Any other questions? Uh, Any other questions you can find? Which we haven't already covered. I think yeah, who was the first footballer? Yeah, 
Yeah, so from Lama, who was the first footballer you saw that got you hooked on football? Oh, wow. I, I think I've got the answer to this one, actually. Um, Trevor Francis. You're going to have to explain that is, one. No, do you know who he is? No, no. He's the first £1 million footballer. Oh, okay. That sounds familiar. Nottingham Forest in the late 70s. Hmm. Forest, they, it, was, it was Forest or Liverpool in those days, uh, in the Brian Clough era. You remember those days fondly. I do remember it. Yes. Well, I actually used to have for I am a probably my second team, actually. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Probably nice. my second team. What Seen him a few times. Seen him a few times. Seen him beat Grimsby a few times as well. Is it Luis Figo <laughs> or Real Madrid? Oh man, hell no. You like those days though. But I don't like, like I, I never you liked Figo. Like never liked him. Was Maybe he the one with the horse head incident because he went from Barca to Madrid? Or yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the dead horse head. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Some death threats in those times. Oh my god. Different times. So I mean, seeing a player live, <clears throat> I'm gonna say it's not not live on TV because I was in Venezuela growing up, obviously. And, and we didn't have access to a lot of good players uh, live down there. But, I mean... Look, I, I, Look at this. Bloody, hang on a minute. This is so much. <laughs> Someone was like, these babies will have no idea. I, I wonder, I wonder I'd, I'd say less than 10% of the chat was born during that time in the, in the late 70s. Yeah, but I was asked a question. Sure. Fair enough. Um, so, so, for me, I mean, it, it, I think it has to be... Um, it has to be Maradona. He was the, the, the biggest influence in, in South America, you know, when, when I was growing up. Um, but but I, I remember being mesmerized by Roger Miller in the 1990 World Cup. Oh, yeah, I remember he, that as well. He stole my heart. And I was like, every World Cup since that World Cup, I pick an African team to support. Um, so so I think Roger you're gonna Miller come on AFCON with me, yeah. I'm not going to fantasy today. I wasn't gonna do it, and now I'm sucked in fully in. Oh, I'm not, no chance. I've no got way. Mane, I've got Mares, I've got all the captains, yeah, yeah. Hakimi's <laughs> about just, just let us know. Someone I've even got that Fulham striker. Do you remember him? I'm AK 47 on his shirt, Abu Bakar Kamara. Oh, I'm god, AK. I know, yeah, yeah. All the disciplinary issues. He's he in my team now. Oh. oh man, there's some good throwbacks there. Oh, for, for man me, alive. like 4.5 million. I benched him for the entire season, and the one where <laughs> I remember the one week in you've got a red card. Yeah. I yeah. remember the red card fondly. And yeah, and the, he was as a for man. Maradona, as for the Maradona incident, I remember it very well. I remember putting my foot through the TV almost. I think I, 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 I could see you got, trying to put your foot through it, screen there. When I think I got thrown out the player. house. I think that I think I got thrown out the house that night. You look so unhappy that that was Gabe's pick. You were like that fucking cheat. I bet inside <laughs> was tearing you up um, before VAR existed. So fantastic. for me, fantastic. it was actually Michael Owen. Footballer, God rest his soul. But I don't. I'll never forgive him. Um, you know, so Michael Owen. Yeah, yeah so Michael Owen was my man. Um, not not for his commentary. His commentary is pretty shit. But um, in terms of that ninety nine, yeah. Yeah, World the, Cup. the goal against Argentina. Yeah. I always yeah. remember that. That was yeah. a madness for That's me fair. growing up. Um, mm. And at the same time, um, that same World Cup, Ali Dai for Iran because we beat the USA. And I was just like, I was living up. I was like in Kensington. I see gridlock traffic. The whole Iranian community of London was there. They were like hooting the national anthem on the horns. Some poor sucker in a USA jersey went past. And I was eight years old and I just remember the the madness that ensued. Um, yeah, oh, I'm sure. And, and I'm well, sure. You, you know what happened after that World Cup, right? And 
shortly thereafter. He comes to Madrid. Yeah, so yeah, it was a mad times. Real Madrid and Stoke player. <laughs> Stoke. <laughs> he of was course, at Stoke. Of course, Michael Owen also scored his first senior hat-trick against Grimsby Town as well. Oh, hmm. see, that's a painful one. I made sure I did my I research there. when I, I came saw him. <laughs> yeah. See, I made sure yeah. I picked Owen. I could, both of us are pissing you off with our picks. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> your national team, your club team were coming for both. <laughs> no, I think they were great. And then from an Arsenal point of view, like I, I just can't look past the likes of kind of Wright and Bergkamp and Henri and those guys. Like obviously, like growing up, they were like the players yeah. that maybe support Arsenal. <laughs> I think you look back on um like what happened around the time when you first started to watch football. So basically, obviously, you talk about Trevor France and his million dollar, a uh, million dollar, million pound player, but also he scored the winner in the European Cup final against Malmo. Yeah, he had the they have the champions. So you know, there. and I still remember the John Robertson cross and the Trevor Francis header, which is sort of like got yourself into a right strange position, but I still remember this header to this day. Um <laughs> so but I would imagine who else would people pick? David Beckham for the free kick against Greece. If that was the first... There was a whole movie about the guy. Steven Gerrard. <laughs> Steven Gerrard and any of the players who played at England against Germany 5-1. That's, a, that's another example of a game where people will get hooked on football, right? It's, 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 it's games like Maradona. It's games like... Yeah, I'll tell you another player, actually, not, shortly, not long after that, Zico for Brazil in the Spain World Cup. Amazing. Oh, well, that that team, that, that should have been the, the winner of that team. So that, that team had my favorite player of all time, Socrates. Socrates? Yeah. Socrates, I remember yeah. him. Yeah. I remember yeah. him well. I remember James Rodriguez in the 2014 or 2010 World Cup, one of them, when he just was top golden boot scorer. How times change. He's, yeah. I think he's, I think his sister is a, a Spina's wife and all this kind of shit. Like, mm. yeah, man. I'm, I'm always looking for the 10 years national team links, like Haaland to Arsenal to come and join his boy. Um, Odegaard, in it? You heard it here first. I love it. This is this is nice. It's nice to not talk about FPL for a few minutes. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it is. Thank God for that because we're going to be back again next week talking more about FPL. <laughs> anyway, look, we've got Cantona. Yeah, I remember the drop kick in the Sellers yeah. Park. That was that 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 influenced me quite a lot. Actually, I enjoyed that. What about um, the real Ronaldo? Brazil, or phenomenal, or phenomenal for oh, sure. Ronaldo. Yeah, Ian Wright. Yeah, yeah. So for me, he's massive because he came and broke the top goal score record at Arsenal, and he arrived when he was like thirty, basically. So that was mad. Obviously, Henri overtook him quite quickly thereafter, but he took a record that had been there for decades before Wright arrived, and he's a bit like a body. Lee Sharp, Lee Sharp. Wow, throwbacks from Donny. Lee Sharp. Mm. Wow. Do you have any black and white football ones like from black and white broadcast days? Did you ever watch football in black and white? Who, me? Yeah, we used to have a black and white telly. That's why I was going to check in. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure our <laughs> listeners can know about this. It's like, it's like a I'm history lesson. Like. Um, it would probably be the 1978 World Cup, probably. Did that would probably be the first. That would be the first World Cup I could remember, and I remember. What the, about the uh, radio? Did you? Have I remember Scotland. Get, I remember, <laughs> Archie Gemmell was. I remember Archie Gemmell. Like a oh, little. Like a little Archie Gemmell was like a. It was, it was like a. He's all over the place. Little, little I've never little heard of him. Gabe. But of course, you've got in those days. You had uh, Cruyff, didn't you? Oh, like like the Cruyff days, playing, wow. right? Damn, yeah. man! Yeah, he invented that. He is something else as well. Um, I think yeah. in terms of what about players who become managers? Um, very few go on to become good managers, do they? Like, like if you're an elite player, it doesn't mean you'll be an elite manager. 
seen many people turn to pundits after a failed stint in management. <laughs> or, or drink, or, or drink, <laughs> or drink, or something else. They, they don't just turn. They don't just turn into pundits. They turn into alcoholics and drug takers. Well, when they're Brazilian, <laughs> they go back to the favela, get their guns out with the gang, open no, nightclubs. I, I, mean, I, I think it's a great conversation, and I think that at the end of the day, I think this is what we all forget: is that we all get wrapped up in FPL. But we're all actually doing it because we love the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we we genuinely love the game. You know, get me a ticket for Arsenal name where I'll come. As long as they don't, as long as as long as you don't introduce me as the person who's been slagging them off for most of the season, then I'm fine. Right? I'll so, take you to the right, stadium. Right, so I'll probably end up in Camden Lock. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's that one. There's only one thing you've got to um, like. You'll probably do it naturally because when you watch players like Saka this season and Smith Rowe. And then you hear this whole stadium singing about them running down the wing. You'll end up just singing it, which is what happened with like As and Din. Like they came to the Emirates, we watched the Palace game. They were going mental when they thought Ben White got that assist. Obviously, it counted as a Martinelli assist, I think, in the end. But it's nice to take them. I've taken United fans to the Emirates. I've seen them sing the Super Jack Wilshire song when he won 1 0 in an FA Cup replay in a cold Jan. So the, the one rule is you've got to be singing them uh, Arsenal songs when they come around. And the main one, is um, as we know about our North London friends. So I'm looking forward to that North London derby and I'll keep my trash talk till after the 16th of yeah. Jan because Save I'm not sending yourself. shots. Yeah, I'm not sending shots now. Save yourself. Yeah, man. I can't Save have egg yourself. on my face. No egg on my face yet. <laughs> None of that. I'm waiting to see how that match goes. But if we beat Spurs, that top four race is looking spicy. If we lose to them, it's looking like what I thought, which is our seeding is fit. Be a good game. I'll look forward to it. it yeah. might, I'm, hopefully it's not on too late at night. But anyway, there we go. We see. Um, guys, I think we're done. Um, shall we? We're back on. I don't know if we're all back. and We're not even quite sure which three of us or which two of us we are on next we week. Don't know. We? If I have another night the way I've had <laughs> tonight, I'm not quite sure I'll be able to do a, a, a show at this time of the, of, the, of the week. So it may be you two. But alternatively, it could be all three of us. So, yeah, we said Wednesday, night. didn't we? So ideally, after the fixtures from the double game, we wrap yeah. up. Um, so like Thursday morning, my time. So this this mm-hmm. time, so Wednesday evening in the UK. I think I'll be fine. Shout out to I'll FPL Escapades as well, who I think it's like 5.15 a.m. And I think they've been here from the start. So yeah. <laughs> either they woke up early or they're going to bed late. But thank you, my man. Oh, my God. Who's my favorite Singaporean player, Mariner? I don't know. Um, I think you've got to think about that and answer it next uh, the, I, the, the young, <laughs> Surely you don't know any. I'll tell you, there's a, there's a, there's a young lad who's just gone to... Has he gone to the Premier League? There's a young lad, but he's Is not... He can't, he, but he's not... Uh, I think he's there, but he won't, he's not doing his national service. They want him to do his national service. And, oh, no, and, yeah, and, and, two years. And, and he's, I think he's renouncing his citizenship, I citizenship I think, because of, he doesn't want to do that. It's such a shame. Because Singapore really need players. They need good players. They've just done okay in this uh, Suzuki Cup. They But they went down to eight men in the semi in the se- Eight what? men against Indonesia. Eight men. Those are mental. That, that's I would have gone if I didn't have to have a bloody COVID test as well. That's the pain. I, I think no, I by the way, Neho, um, so I know he says what footballers become when they retire. We're talking about managers and bad managers and pundits. And he says some wife beaters too. I think please take the United legends outside and talk to them. Um, they're United. United owned them. Every time I look at United, I look at Granny Shaggers. I look at sister in law. I look at sister in law. We're trying to. I look at women beaters. I'm just saying, Man United fans, take your legends outside and talk to them about being a role model. You know, 
Yeah, I talk to them about being a role model. Yeah, yeah. Talk to your fans. Talk to your legends. Fans, please talk to your United legends. Um, there's definitely some uh, what's the word patterns and trends there about what some of those ex legends from United. I, I don't are. think you noticed that. I muted you there, did you? No, no, I saw that's why I repeat. <laughs> that's a... I wanted to make sure it didn't get. I, I think I think they they have it covered with the with the Marcus Rashfords of the world. Keep it up. Oh man, yeah. Anyway, Nima, do you want to do the outro? I'll let you do it. You can close the show as the. I uh, will do. Should we say as the the assistant? I've made it onto the what do you call it the steering room of the ship. Let's hope <laughs> I don't I'm, accidentally I'm crash. Bracing it. for the crash now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the crash. So yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a great show. Obviously, quite spontaneous and nice to chat to everyone in the live chat. Um, thanks for everyone's been up early or stayed up late we will be back next wednesday hopefully as we said with all three of us if not just gabe and i but otherwise i think just enjoy the fa cup this weekend enjoy the break from fpl try to not think about it till closer to the deadline and while you're here please do support the channel hit like it helps us get found subscribe if you're new and when we see you next i'm sure it will be a very exciting green arrow for all of us so yeah, yeah that's, that's my plan it's been a lot of red arrows, but thank you everyone lovely to see you and Happy 2022. See you.